1: Welcome back. Thursday, Lori and Julia share on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Before the show is over today, once again, we will give you the opportunity to call in when you are instructed to do so. It's a $50 gift card to the Four Bells Restaurant in Loring Park and also a couple of tickets to the Luxury Loft and Condo Tour. There hmm, you go. Very cool. Okay, so Julia. guest
2: here. Uh... The debut they the debut debut of debut, <laughs> debut, w. the debut As of in, Murphy Brown reincarnation with the entire original wait. cast. So think Will and Grace okay. is on CBS tonight. And really? Candace Bergen, who I think, in book club, was stole st- the scene every time she was in the movie. I like her so much. So much, and we have not seen her, and she just, I mean, did you not, or you didn't see book club, Oh, yes, I saw oh you saw it before did. you yeah, did. he did see it okay. before we did. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I did think she was kind of the scene oh, stealer And, the and I just want to tell people,
3: that's a good rental. What, book, book club? club yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's a I good... have saw it on planes, but it's a good rental. Yeah, and so anyway, so the reboot
2: is air, re- airing tonight, and Candace Bergen stopped by Stephen Colbert, okay. and I thought she gave us a pretty good couch. Here we go. How has the television landscape changed
4: in the last 20 years, you think?
5: Well, Murphy Ben, there was no social media. and oh, of um, course. And people still had respect for the press. They weren't the enemy of the people. Yeah. So that's a big change. and the and, um,
2: so news we're person trying right. to
5: restore the respect for the press for certain parts of the press. Four.
4: Four. Now this is a, the, the, the new show is a morning show. Right? Yes,
5: M- Murphy and her colleagues. It's the same core cast from 30 to years ago. We went off the air 20 years ago and we've added some three new cast members uh, who are, fan- one of them is Tyne Daly and oh, um, really? Jake McDormand and Nick Dodani and, and they just fit right in immediately.
4: Now your, your, uh, Murphy gets into a Twitter war in the very first episode with the president of the United States.
5: That's right, yes. But that didn't Which, take We uh, wasted no time. No,
4: no, no because it's, it's actually the most plausible storyline I can think of. Yeah. So, well... <laughs>
2: So good. and that's why she said that there was no fake news and all that cuz remember the original Murphy Murphy Brown or maybe you don't remember I didn't really watch it, this show. It, well, it was a newsroom. Okay. And it was a produced newsroom and maybe you could even say it was the it was taking Mary Tyler Moore's shows to the next level because of the time period sure. that it was in. Okay. You know, late 80s yep. to early 90s so it was, uh, and I think it was. It wasn't a morning show for sure.
1: Not in the original. Not in the original.
2: No. And you know, she had a lifestyle reporter that was under it, an investigative journalist, and she was like the news director.
3: I didn't know that. Okay, because yeah, yeah. I just she never... was
2: Lou Grant.
3: <laughs> oh, oh really? Because all I remember is seeing her in her home with the painter. Yeah. Yeah, that's you, all I remember. Oh, about, he was, that was such yeah. a funny character, her Elden. Yeah. And then
2: she had, you know, a Wonder Kid producer. Okay. Okay, so anyway, so now the show is in the morning. So here, uh, here's, here, Colbert's oh, got more stuff to get out of Candiceburg. Okay.
4: Your character, Murphy, also in the story has gone on a date with Donald Trump. But that's actually a story from your own life, I understand. D- did you go on a date? <laughs> Candace Bergen with Donald Trump and I remind you you're you're under oath
5: (laughs) I was very young okay I was about 18 and we're Trump and I are about the same age or as he would point out I'm about six months older and um, and it was when I was at Penn and and I remembered that it was I might have invented this because it's so perfect, but I think he was wearing a burgundy suit with a burgundy vest and burgundy patent leather boots and was in a burgundy limousine. And so it was kind of a symphony in burgundy. And I, I was, It looked like a big bruise. <laughs> I was home very early.
4: <laughs> How did it come about? Don't leave out any details. I, so,
5: <laughs> so he was at Penn too, right? Did no, you he, mean- was not a, he was not a student at Penn yet.
4: Okay. So how did you meet him? How how does how
5: does a Candace meet a you know, Donald Trump? He he was not Donald Trump then. He was Donald Trump, but he was just kind of, you know, a a guy. Did and you meet him at a party? I mean am I I think he must have called me. I don't remember really. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm.
4: You don't okay. He'd be so insulted to hear that.
3: <laughs> I remember she told this to someone a year or two um, ago. Cause Andy Cohen. Yeah, because I remember, this. Yeah, uh, cause I remember oh. this story that he was in all in Burgundy and yeah. everything.
2: But they are the same age, so they were both like just yeah. 18. And yes, her show back in, it was 1988 to 98, and she was in Washington, D.C., and she was... Um, uh, she was the brassy star reporter for the TV news magazine. Okay, and they broke a lot of stories that were, you know, uh, very driven and very politically like incorrect and correct and. On the show, she was famous for going through, like, 93 secretaries in, like,
1: 10 years. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> Seriously, Every that was episode, one of the bits. There was a new person at the oh, desk. Oh, that's they, hysterical. They couldn't stand
2: her. So now here's, hysterical. Here she also had a date with another interesting guy. So here we go.
5: You've also been on a date with Henry Kissinger, oh, right? Oh, God, it's like... The world's great conservatives. I, no, I. I did. How did that come about? That came about because uh, friends of my parents had a very small dinner for Frank Sinatra and his date, and Henry Kissinger, and I was his date because they were friends of my parents, and he was late picking me up because the Secret Service couldn't find Beverly Hills, and. Um, <laughs> And, but, but Kissinger, you know, was, of course, highly intelligent, very charming, and, and it was, the dinner was just sort of like a mano-a-mano a mano between Kissinger and Sinatra, and it's like, no, I'm the most popular. No, no, but I'm Frank. And, mm-hmm. and that's what it was, and then I was home.
4: Who was the better date, uh, Trump or Kissinger? A Kissinger. <laughs> okay.
5: Well, he would have been more
3: interesting, I would think, because of his experience at that point in time. You know, I'm looking at pictures of her. She was so gorgeous. Um, she. I'm looking at one from 1975 because she was a fashion model.
2: Yeah, she's really and photographer. Mm -hmm. I mean,
3: absolutely stunning. Yes,
2: boy. And, And her dad was, you know, a
3: ventriloquist. Yeah, yeah. Which is just, yes. gosh, Edgar. you're so beautiful. Edgar and her,
2: I would, I would really like to read her memoir because she grew up in Hollywood. Yeah, and her parents had, you know everybody lucille bog here i mean she famous people never would
3: always stop by for dinner
2: but she never she just
3: said they were just whoever right
2: you know and um there's
3: aunt lucy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's uncle paul newman i'm just kidding and she was
2: married to louis mall the french director yes. and then he like tragically died of cancer when she was like in their, they were like in their early 60s and they just had one daughter together because yes. she kind of waited till she was little bit older to have kids and um uh yeah but she lives in beverly hills julia maybe we can run into her at the polo lounge and mistake her for somebody else
1: Mm -hmm. let's play this last one it's kind of a cute story all
2: right
4: our network cbs uh knows how to advertise things and your (sighs) name you 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 uh instagrammed or tweeted this thing out you said, okay, so I'm on the front of 5,000 of these suckers, and friends are complaining that I almost hit them. <laughs> Your face is the last thing a lot of tourists will see.
5: <laughs> it's, it's overwhelming. Are they really complaining? I, I've gotten several emails from people, and my daughter gets them from people, and... One of the buses was stopping in front of our apartment building the other day, and I asked my driver, Paulie, I said, Paul, stop, I want to I take a picture of the bus. And so I jumped in front of the bus, and, and <laughs> as much as someone my age can jump, and, um, and so I said to the driver, That's me on the bus. And she goes, So? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's positive. And And then the light changed, and she said, Get out of the way.
4: That's (laughs) what I like about New York. That's right. So much
2: respect. (laughs) uh, I All right, listen. So that's uh, tonight on CBS. If you have interest in watching that, we come back. We got uh, random thoughts.
3: You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if.
5: And now. Julia's Random Thoughts.
3: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, you're going to love, love, love my first random. Are you guys ready? Yeah. All right, Lorena, you ready? She's eating a little oatmeal. We're starving in here. (laughs) She's just having a little (laughs) snack. Um, Okay, here is the first fun fact. Mm -hmm. A dolphin's nipples are located in its butt.
2: Well, isn't that special? <laughs> Tingly <laughs> spots all in one area. Wow! No yeah. need to, for four at all. Yeah, you Put can just do school. it. You can just do it all right there. <laughs> That's
3: <laughs> right. I just thought that was a fun one, and That's then hilarious. Think of, See,
2: now that will be something that, like, maybe uh, you know, somebody will really it, use at a icebreaker, at a cocktail party, when the conversation just needs to be turned quickly. Hello, did you You know? can throw that out there. Dolphins because, have their nipples in their butt. some People would laugh. Like,
3: is something maybe an awkward political thing comes up. Hey, did you hear the dolphins? <laughs> yeah. have, and not even, when it's, you can't say, what about those twins? Yeah, right. Okay, so here's another word. Um, this is another one. The word bed, a small b, the letter e, and a small letter d, actually looks like a bed yeah did you ever think of that before the b has a high end then the, it's low in the middle and then it's yeah. in the high end all right remember how the other oh, day guess, you yeah. said
2: you didn't wonder why it ever went dark when you blinked
3: Kay. well i have never wondered okay. that
2: this is in the same category
3: <laughs> <But> you, you <laughs> went on that was just a quickie okay well, so here. i had scientific fact that i it thought was matter. interesting that you took the picture I said it. Your eyes are like a shutter.
2: Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I know. But um, I mean, to me, you. Right, I'm giving good. it an equivalency. Okay,
3: now here's another one. Okay, hot water is more likely to break thick glass than thin glass. Mm-hmm. That's why test tubes are made of thin glass. That's a good one. I never knew that.
1: What? You- why is
3: I'm not oh, telling you no. I don't have the scientific okay, well, facts behind it oh, again okay. so okay. we can
2: digest it and come okay. up with our own theory. Okay, so
3: hot water is more likely to break thick glass than thin glass. Mm-hmm. That's why test tubes are made out of thin glass. Interesting. All the doctors Ooh. out there know that for a fact. Yeah. And you can take that one to the bank. But mm-hmm. I still like dolphins have nipples in their fanny. Okay, this <laughs> is... Tragic news, but change changes hard all the time. But O'Gara's is closing down this weekend. This is the big blowout weekend because they are taking that corner and they're putting in apartments, blah, blah, blah. And
2: Joeifying
3: it. And they're putting in a smaller Ogera's that won't be open until 2020. So this weekend, the 77 year old uh, Irish pub, which was one of the first bars we go to, and it's lasted long enough for my kids to go to it. Yeah. Um, after an eight-decade de- run on Selby and Snelling in St. Paul, the Watering Hole restaurant music venue is being downsized as part of a de- redevelopment. So, what day? Okay, here's what's happening this weekend: um, Friday night, Gb Layton is playing. On Saturday, Fun. the farewell to the Shanty Concert Series winds up with Martin Zeller and the Hardways. All right, and the opening band is Billy's and the Goombas, which is a band made up of a couple other Count me and both nights. Yeah, it's a band made up of other um, St. Paul restaurant names, including Cassetta's and Mancini's. Oh, yeah. No, Mm -hmm. I'm
2: there. I'm there. I'm so glad to know what I'm doing now.
3: Then you know. Look at that. (laughs) Both nights. Both nights. All right. Both nights, yeah. Um, Other things that are happening. Oh, this is kind of fun. Plus, I love both those bands, and they don't have really...
2: Bands, they haven't had bands back in that... You know, GB used to play there all the time. The uh Martin Zeller, and I feel like the Gear Daddies played there once oh, back. Okay. They used to have more bands. Oh, Lori, and we they go had there and music. Rocky, uh-huh. You know, but they haven't had music. I don't know, maybe college kids don't want to pay for covers. Because
3: Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I, I have no idea. They've got a big... I Lori, yeah. we don't have to solve it. Yeah, okay, we do Okay, Hasbro...
1: Head to Factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at Factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in texas it's and not or see what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in america
3: it's called hasbro yes hasbro Mm -hmm. hasbro Mm -hmm. they're gonna um do new twists on their classic games like twister No, like four. And this is exclusively through Target, which is a big darn deal for Target is all I'm going to say. Okay. So they're taking their games like Clue, The Life Game, Mystery Date, and they're in, sorry. So you can still buy Mystery Date? Yeah, but they're putting a new spin on it. So Mystery Date. Update the people. No, it's going to be Catfish. Brings back an oldie buddy goodie, but this time it's been crafted for the... 2018 dater which means wading through questionable world of online datings and trying not to get the fish guy
2: they 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 (laughs) target this to um i would say 45 to 70 year olds because those are the ones that Mm -hmm. probably played mystery date
3: here's what's (laughs) clue is is not going to be did the professor do it in the library with the candlestick they're updating the game Mm -hmm. clue what happened last night lost in vegas so you're going to solve the mystery, and they're taking like the Hangover theme, okay? On that one, and I, then yeah, okay, so they, they they're doing parodies on their games. Yeah. All right, and they think that that is the prime
2: game that the younger, like the twenty, yes, yeah, they're updating to the play the it. game, mm-hmm. but they're the ones
3: to play the game, yes, right? They want to. and mystery in um like the game of life, which yeah. I hated because it lasted so. I hated long.
2: Clue too.
3: Are you kidding me? That oh, a Clue. horrible game. Oh, God, Laura, you're funny. But they're going to have, the game of life is going to be quarter life crisis. So they're just putting spins on them that'll did be fun. Did you like life? I hated it. I did too. Who could, it lasts too long. Yeah, I have two, lasts, yeah. Okay, have you always wanted to have the Fred Flintstone mobile where you could pedal it with your big toes and wear your cute little gunny sack? Well, you can make one out of cardboard. Okay, you can, okay. but... But someone has
2: made a real one. <laughs> ah, that's, you know, because that's always a timeless Halloween co- costume for four, for two couples to oh, do. Oh, yeah, it. Fred and Wilma. for Barney and... But, but you got to have the car. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> and I saw people make them out of cardboard, and it was hysterical.
3: So if you could buy one, these are going to sell like hotcakes. But they're really, they're bicycles underneath. So it's like a pedicab Car. With the car on the outside. So can you just imagine oh, just pulling up. up to work? It's already done. Can you imagine pulling up to work with your steering steering wheel and you're riding your bike and on the outside you have all the outside of the funny bedrock mobile? You better have a bone in your hair if you got a bun. How funny would that be? <laughs> it's not ready for sale yet, but there's are coming right. to an office near it you. It seems like it could bump into things if it's too far out. Well, yes. Yeah, if it was too uh, f-
1: It's going to sound like this.
3: (laughs) Thank you, Donnie. There we go. Donnie, thank you. Okay, have you always wanted to read a children's book by Paul McCartney? He announces his new launch of his children's book. Hey, grand dude, is it you? You're just a grand dude. Paul McCartney is in a creative, uh, you know, tornado Uh right now. He co-wrote. A children's book, High in the Clouds, with Philip Blah 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 in 2005, but Hey Grand Dude is going to follow the adventures of a magical man named Grand Dude and his four grandchildren, who he calls Chillers.
2: Okay, so this is a, a, a biography car, uh, cartoon book for his kids, because yeah. I think that Papa McCartney is Grand Dude. Yeah, yeah. That's what his kids call him. Yeah, Grand Dude. Uh-huh. That's funny. Isn't All that right. cute? Uh, what's happening on the traffic uh, scene? Holly's going to tell us when we come back. A really amazing kind of nail-biter of a book. We're talking to him. <laughs> I
3: can't shut it down. It's going to be-
6: This is the My Talk Now Trending Report.
5: Interesting day on the World Wide Web.
6: Web. Trending online this afternoon will be Tom Hanks. We're getting our first look at Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, in the upcoming movie about Mr. Rogers that is yet to be titled, but it will be out in theaters next fall. Also, Doctor Who trending reviews are in for Jodie Whittaker's first Doctor Who episode, and they are overwhelmingly positive. And you can check out the first female Doctor when the show debuts October 2nd. Or 7th, excuse me, 7th. Also, uh, Regina George from Mean Girls trending because apparently her doppelganger is a pageant queen in the country of Namibia. So Miss Teen Namibia's first runner up bears a striking resemblance to Rachel McAdams' character from Mean Girls. So much so that there's a magazine that has assured readers their profile was not a joke. Uh, Well, and considering that she's wearing pink, so I'm assuming that the photo wasn't taken on a Wednesday. So there you go. That's it starting here at My Talk.
7: Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com.
3: All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We are delighted to welcome back Mary Kubica. Am I saying that right, Mary? You are. Mary Kubica, the famous author that we had on... Gosh, it was... Has it already been... When did we have you on for "Good Girl, Girls Don't Cry" or the last every last lie? I feel every like every last lie came out last year, but yeah. it's been about a year. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah, nice yeah, yeah. to have you on again, and you've written another doozy. When the lights go out, Insomnia has taken her to sleep. Now it's taking her mind. So welcome back. And how do you keep pumping out these good books, woman? <laughs> I don't know. I just keep getting ideas. This so is- and I up to write them. How did you?
7: All right, so give everyone the setup for this book, Mayor? Yeah, sure. So in and when the lights go out, we have two storylines. In one we meet Eden who's um a young married woman. She and her husband Aaron make the decision to start a family and they come to discover that they're going to struggle with infertility, which just wreaks havoc on their marriage and their finances and Eden herself as she becomes more and more desperate to become a mother. Uh. And in the other storyline, we meet Jessie, who is 20 years old. Um, She's just lost her own mother to breast cancer. And um, Jessie has no other family or friends to speak of, and so she sort of ventures off on her own for the first time. And in doing so, starts to discover some startling information to wonder if she's really the person she thinks she is. But in the wake of her mother's death, Jesse is suffering from this debilitating insomnia. And so the days go on and on without sleep.
3: Okay, so one of the things, and it, it did strike me, and Lori, we both, I think Lori finished it. I've got about yeah, no, 40 I, pages left, and I'm going crazy. I finished it. <laughs> she, she loved it, but what do you, what do you... But I, I gotta say, I I had,
2: I thought I had it figured out, and boy was I wrong.
3: Oh, God. That's and, what I like to hear. And so, Mary, I mean, this is, is something interesting, A, about insomnia, and B, when you don't have a Social Security number. How, yeah. Who are you, and how do you even figure out a way to find out who you are?
7: Exactly. And Jessie has no Social Security number, she has no driver's license, She can't. she has no birth certificate, and so she's just, you know, running in circles, really, because without any of this identification, she can't. Prove who she is, and so she just you know she's trapped. Um, and then the insomnia part was it was really fun. I have to stay to work with as an author and okay. just you know study kind of the way that the insomnia was gonna wreak havoc on her mind, right? And her body, just the physical, the mo- emotional, the mental um, decline she was going to go through throughout those days.
3: And what's it, I think you
7: said in the book, eleven days is the longest you can go without sleeping. Yeah, eleven days is the longest that it's been recorded that anyone has gone without sleeping, and that was back in the nineteen sixties. And you know, at eleven days, that study was cut off. He 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 um, is still alive, but um, yeah. So that so that you know, throughout the story, we count up Jesse's progression up to 11 days.
2: So you did do research, yeah. on that part that part of the story because it's it's very like Divac- we don't know what's real, what's not real, and I. And I have to say, and Mary, I think I've read all of your books now because I read The Good Girl Pretty baby. on a vacation. And, you know, we had you on last year. But this is the first time I've ever had a book that actually gave me insomnia <laughs> for one night. Oh, she because did. She I came didn't, didn't want to stop reading oh, one. God. And I made myself stop reading. But then I couldn't get I started thinking about what that's like, and I mean, I've I know friends Julia, people who have a hard time sleeping, and then I I jinx myself by thinking I'm so lucky I can just fall asleep at any time. <laughs> but but people really do. I mean, it is a real thing, and yes. and under trauma,
7: is there more insomnia? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's going through, you know, she's grieving. She's going through all this emotional turmoil. And I think insomnia is fascinating because it's so relatable. You know, I think everybody has had the occasional sleepless night. yes. And you know how that feels. And you know how your mind loves to play games with you in the middle of the night. And, you know, you're thinking all these thoughts you don't want to be thinking. And the next day, you're totally fatigued and grumpy, and you know I, we can, We've all been there, mm-hmm. and so that's what makes the story so relatable, I think. And of course, you know, as the days go on for Jesse, that those those um, feelings and the physical decline, it all just becomes that much yeah. more exacerbated. And, and the other
2: theme in the movie about you know for the walk. book <laughs> or, or the book, yeah, sorry, the book. I movie. didn't sleep. I didn't sleep. I'm <laughs> telling you, this is a result of my insomnia. Um, but the other thing in the book. Um, is the whole desperately wanting to have a baby. And oh. then, uh, you know, Eden and Aaron are, you know, we find out very early in the book, you know, they find this wonderful place to live. This, it's going to be their dream home. And then they can, they can absolutely becoming consumed with trying to get pregnant. That, uh, that is also, I think, a very relatable topic. Uh, And how you write about it.
7: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think that that's another thing that unfortunately I think we all probably know somebody who has struggled with infertility. And, you know, for me as a mother, my family's everything to me. And so I think that I pulled, I drew in a lot of that, my own experiences and the loved ones that I knew who suffered with infertility, and I was you know, I was able to get that across hopefully through Eden's story. Um this book, you know, it's a thriller, it's a page yes, turner, it but I think it has a big emotional draw yeah, as it well. Does.
2: Yeah. Mm hmm. Especially because some of the thoughts that Eden has about babies and what she would do to get a baby. Right. Absolutely. It's just like, oh, my God.
3: But you can, and and I will agree with Lori there, because, you know, I struggled a little bit with infertility. And just when you would take the pregnancy test and it'd be negative or you'd spot and just the feelings. And I know friends who've gone through it and you think, Oh, my gosh, everyone can get pregnant. What's wrong with me? Well, it plays the havoc on your relationship, relationship too, because you have, to have scheduled sex. That's part of the tensions mm-hmm.
2: too, because you're, like, cheering for
3: Eden and Aaron because you can feel their love. Right. Where did you get
7: this idea from, though? Because
3: your books all are very different.
7: Yeah, I think, you know, they all have this kind of underlying mother-child theme going on, and okay. it's not necessarily intentional. I put that in there. It's part of just weaves this way into all of my storylines. And I think that's sort of just because I'm a mother myself and, and my family's so dominant in my own life that it works its way in. Um, but, you know, there's, there's the two different mother child relationships going on here Jesse and her mother, and then Eden and this overwhelming desire to be a mother herself. And so right. they, they really mirror each other in story. Mm-hmm.
3: It's just so good. Ma- Mary, you're a good writer. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Mary Kubricka. And um, when the lights go out, a novel, it's your latest one and all of them are page turners and it's twisted and it's rollercoasty and it's it's relatable and it's so good. But so people should buy the damn book and read it and enjoy themselves and escape. But here's our question for you, because um, we always want to ask everybody who's on our show authors, what's the last great book you read?
7: Yeah, I recently finished um, Catherine Steadman's Something in the Water. Okay, and it's we were fabulous. just talking about this. Did you uh, like it? I did.
3: I really loved it. Okay. <laughs> I believe it's a Reese Witherspoon book club pick. Yes,
7: it was. It is. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm really
3: excited about that. Okay, so what
7: would it mean for you if Reese Witherspoon picked your book? Oh my gosh, it would, I would be, I would be over the moon. It, it would mean everything. I just. Um, I would love to see my book on the big screen one day.
6: And- I, well, I
2: was gonna say, would you rather her have her pick a book for her book club or have her pick one of your <laughs> books and make it into a miniseries? Yeah. <laughs> well, I
7: would take either to be okay, honest. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm not picky. All right, okay. you're not you're not a greedy no. one.
2: See, we're greedy and we'd be like, <laughs> let's go straight to HBO with the miniseries. <laughs> all right, which of your books? 'Cause is this your fifth book when the lights go out? Yes. Okay, so which of your books do you think if you're just putting on your T V hat and what you like to watch, what do you think is the book that like if you could boss your T V agent into really pushing, which one would it be?
7: Yeah, I think um I think my first one, The Good Girl. I, yeah. I would love to see that, mm-hmm. you know, on T V or I would love to see that happen.
3: And that could be filmed in Minnesota.
2: Absolutely, yeah.
7: You're right. I know. <laughs>
3: Right where we are. <laughs> oh, man, you're good, honey. All right, oh, so, so people buy this book. You will enjoy it. Yeah. And we want to thank you for being on our show today. And we'll keep our eye on you, and whatever your next book is, we'll have you on.
7: Oh, I
2: would love that. Thank you so much for having me back. Oh, today. you're so welcome. Okay. okay. Mary Kubica, when the lights go out, we've got a couple copies. Thanks, Mary. The, to give away, 651 Yeah, you didn't read The Good Girl. No,
3: I didn't, but I have it at home.
2: Yeah, and it is, you know, The Girl is Kidnapped. It it goes up in Grand Marais area, up in the Gunflint. The Minnesota Snowboard could give a rebate. I feel like Reese Witherspoon should just you know listen to our podcast
3: today i can't believe she doesn't yeah but i've if, been emailing her a lot lately reese reese what do you think? she just started a book club we've been doing this for 16 yes. years and
2: she's one of the a-list people who took the advice of her pr person and said yes be on social media but don't read any of the comments except for the ones that we pre-screen that are nice for you that you can respond <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> no that's it Toya. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, I'm a, that's my other dream know. job is my, oh, yeah. my PR yeah. advice. They it's, gave the same thing to Julia Roberts, although she did. No, she is not even on the
3: level as no, Reese. No, but I mean,
2: that she finally joined Instagram. Oh, big deal. And she did read a comment, and so she got her snarky 25-year-old social media manager to come up with a good clapback to show Don't Mess With Me.
3: You know what? It mm-hmm. was kind of it was a good conversation on and Donna and Steve's show the other day. Which celebrities just bug you for no reason at all? Yeah, Julia Roberts. Yep. Yeah.
2: There you go. Uh-huh. All right. Listen, we come back. It's time for uh, Hollywood Speak. So,
1: what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood
7: Speak. What
1: is the meaning of this?
3: Okay, we've got so much to get to. the so meaning much to too. get to. Okay, just I don't know if you'll know how to. Hollywood speakers, Okay. will you'll um, tell me if I'm doing it wrong. Uh, well, oh, yeah, right. I will. I
2: will. And maybe Donnie will. Um, he, <laughs> he. Uh, Kanye West turned up at the New York office of The Fader today,
3: which is something. I don't
2: know if it's the a newspaper ma- or or magazine. magazine or it's the Fader something. people. Yeah, it's a magazine. Okay. F A D
3: E R. Okay. And this
1: is what he wore. We got another day of NBA action, and with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet five dollars get two hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you win. Flash the win, We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more. Only on FanDuel.
2: He wore a redesigned MAGA hat. Okay. And then he had a Colin Kaepernick sweatshirt on.
1: Okay. What
2: kind of a hat?
1: Those are diametrically opposed.
2: Thank you, Donnie. Okay. (laughs) This is Kanye saying to everybody look. I'm such. I'm brilliant. I'm the yin and the yang. Yes. I believe on one face with yes. this, and on the other day, I believe with the other face this. I'm wishy washy. Kim is so relieved he's out of town.
3: I love how you continue to say that. Oh, no,
2: all right. no. I, this would be a marriage that would work long distance the best for everybody. I okay?
3: love it, Lori. I love Sometimes it. Sometimes
2: you have to love people from a distance miss them come back together for three days yes darling go off and do that lord that's exhausting okay here's another one owen wilson the butterscotch stallion Stallion.
3: what has he done
2: well a few months ago a woman came forward and said you are my baby daddy he says well let's do a paternity
3: test and lo and behold He is. What is wrong? Why doesn't he know where condoms come from? uh,
2: Yeah, this is his. This will be his third child with a different mother. With his third third lady, and she's a beautiful brunette who works as a business development rep for American Addiction Centers in LA. I don't why. So he's probably met her because you know he's gone to rehab before and he's had been open about stuff like that. And I mean, how could, they just, they seduced, he seduced her, she seduced him, but I don't know if she's going to get fired from her job now, if she mingled with somebody who is a client or you know, whatever, but right. anyway,
3: I, all I'm going to say is condoms, Owen, condoms, condoms.
2: I mean, he, who's this else's status? Well, he's reaching a lot of other people. He's status. reaching
3: a lot of other people. Three. Hugh different, Grant. He only had two. No, he said he has
2: three baby mamas. He does? Yeah. yeah. Well, he married
3: the third one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yep, think he's there got you five
2: go. children with three wounds. Jeez. I just think it would be exhausting to have that many bonus children, ex wives, right, to keeping people, track of them.
3: And also, the holiday schedule alone would be a nightmare.
2: And also, you know, for the siblings that are all half siblings, how do you become, you know, like close with siblings if you? You don't
3: even speak to the first mom anymore, but you pay for the kid and you speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You know what I mean. You know what I mean, Laura. I I, I know what you mean. I have personal experience (laughs) with this. With uh, there's a person in my family with multiple baby daddies. Yeah. And the relationship and the ages between the kids Ugh. and some feel this sibling. It sounds exhausting. Yeah, I know it is. Okay. Leah Remini is talking to us weekly. Um, no, excuse me. La Palm Magazine. Right. Because her show is going to be coming back, her A&E show. Yeah. And here's what she, she said. I always thought comedy would be my life. I don't consider my... Self, a champion, meaning the Scientology in the aftermath that won an Emmy, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. She said, the people who speak on the show are champions. Right. But I keep wondering, why haven't Nicole Kidman and Katie Holmes spoken out? And I just have to assume they are forced to sign prohibitive documents. Trust me, Katie's not allowed to have a meal with me, and we used to be very close friends she could lose custody of surrey it's quite sick really what they probably had to
3: sign okay so here's what i'm thinking though were they really that good of friends it she doesn't went
2: to the wedding and they were scientology and Leah remini would yeah. have been one of the first people tom cruise would have introduced katie to because out of any of the scientology people The one person that always has felt the most real Real. and that you feel like you know her is Leah Remini. And she's talked about how she feels bad, how she did bring in people, but she didn't feel comfortable doing it in a work environment. Remember, they got mad at her with King and Queens. She's like, there's... I, uh, you know, and she was 11 when she went in, so it's right. even more amazing that she was able to get out. But I could see how she would have been a really like send Leah in because Christy isn't as believable. No, as kind and of a person. she was older than her too, and yeah. and Leah was
3: closer to Katie Holmes' age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I've always wondered this, but I always thought from Nicole. Kidman's perspective, her marriage with Tom Cruise and the two kids, Isabella and Connor. I mean, they were like she, taken from her. They were taken from her, and I believe that she, out of respect for those children, have not has not spoken disparagingly no, at all.
2: We get little things, and we get can a little read the and lines. tablets, but I think, yeah. Listen to how hard the church. No, this is all to that response. Yeah. This is what the Church of Scientology. They their statement is longer than what Leah said. <laughs> well, we would prefer. To ignore yet another of Leah Remini's over-the-top ramps. Oh, like that blowhard girl.
3: She won't leave us alone. She
2: unfortunately continues to incite waves of anti-religious hate crimes. Her incessant hate speech has in- required increased security and in law enforcement's Resources to protect all the life she puts at risk. Okay. Her ridiculous rant. It from, goes, you. It <laughs> goes, from you. From you. It goes on and on for another four sentences. And that is Scientology sings. Always attack. Never, yet. never defend. Never. There's such good attack doctors. Mm-hmm. Can I whatever. just tell you,
3: I oh. I had to go to the doctor's office uh, yesterday. And it yeah. was in the same building as the Scientology Center, downtown St. Paul. Mm-hmm. That center is lit up like a, I don't even know what, um, electric company. It's so bright in there, I didn't see a body. I never see a body in there. But it looks like a library. You know, they've got shelves of books and um, literature. Yeah. No human beings, though. No. How do they pay to keep the lights on?
2: Julia, Tom Cruise and all their... You know, maybe they sell a property here and there and they get them, but they have all kinds of suckers. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know. That the, pay to go to the, the next pay, level.
3: Pay, pay for redemption.
2: Pay, pay to play.
3: Pay to play. Uh-huh. It's just like poker.
2: Okay. Uh, here is another one. Okay. Gretchen Rossi, uh, former real housewife of Orange County, is ready to testify against two of her former housewives against Tamara Judge and Shannon Bador. You don't know anything about that. Why did I ask you that question? <laughs> I'm just I remember she way. was
3: on our show with Slade. <laughs> yes. And they were quite lovely, I thought, and they're still together.
2: Yes, they are, and they've spent all their money on IVF.
3: Oh, have they really?
2: They are. Okay, make what do you make of this? What do you make of this celebrity boot camp marriage? Kim Richards goes on with her boyfriend of 6 years and he confessed. she says, "We've never had sex. We just kiss out, kiss and make out a little bit." Well, okay, you, is that a boyfriend when you're in your fifties? Cause no. you know, cause anyway, and, and, she, and the counselor says to the boyfriend, are you not attracted to Kim? And he just looks at her and he goes, not really. Oh, oh, oh!
1: oh! oh! I Whoa! mean, <laughs> Hollywood
3: speak run, run. Yeah. Like, but she's Ouch. not all that healthy, is but she's been sober for quite a while. Hasn't she now? But yeah. that is, if anyone said that to me. A in person, B, B a national, national television TV. Yeah, a show. Doesn't she have any self worth? Well, That's really pathetic. Who dates somebody for but, six years? Did you years? see what he looks like? He kind of looks like a little mole head.
2: No, Julia, he's getting the potato head that we talked but about. But he's yesterday. missing a neck
3: on top of it. Well,
2: then it makes it a long, angular potato <laughs> that you would <have. laughs> If it was a real potato, you could make some real nice waffle <laughs> fries out of. Oh. <laughs> My gosh,
3: Lori, <laughs> that's classic, but no, I can't believe he said that. Oh, yeah. I'm not really attracted I mean, to her. I would die. I know it, I know it, I know
2: it. I, had, I had forgot to tell you But that.
3: But why go on that show, Marriage Boot Camp, if you don't even well, really... They're just friends with sort of benefits. Yeah, kissing
2: benefits. Oh like, right. I'd go find be. someone cuter I to kiss. Maybe his wiener doesn't work and he's and maybe, afraid to go somewhere. I had, I don't know. But, he, but to say mean.
3: that, that's mean. Mean.
2: mean. All right, we will be back, people. Don't go away,
0: Night.